just wanted to share this idea that I think might be, uh, I guess, helpful. Many people um, have a issue when it comes to uh, dancing. Some people, like, you know, especially us old people, you know, it's a, uh, you know, dancing is, uh, but I think it's very important for us to recognize that the, the advent of Hoshana Rabbah being such an important day, so much so that Chazal changed the entire calendar. They made the famous Lo Adu Rosh, that Rosh would never fall out on a, a Sunday, Wednesday, or a Friday, the first day of Rosh never come out on those days. And one of the main reasons is that it would never fall out that Hoshana Rabbah would be on a Shabbos. Because if Hoshana Rabbah would be on a Shabbos, uh, the first day of Rosh was on a Friday, then Hoshana Rabbah would fall out on a Shabbos. Or, sorry, uh, uh, Sunday. So, uh, getting confused. But, uh, and therefore, if Hoshana Rabbah would fall out on a, sun, on a Shabbos itself, we wouldn't be able to do Hoshanas. We wouldn't clop the Hoshanas. The same way, I guess we, we, we don't take the little of an estrog on the first day because we're worried about carrying, so we wouldn't be able to do that. And um, the same thing with the shofar and Megillah. The question is, if we could arrange, if Chazal arranged the Adurosh so that Sukkot, that Hashanah Rabbah would never fall out on Shabbos, well, why didn't they just make it that the first day of Sukkot would never fall out on Shabbos? And therefore, we would never ever have a problem of not being able to take the the little of an asterisk on on Shabbos. And and for that matter, why wouldn't we just make Rosh Hashanah not fall out on Shabbos? And and therefore, we'd be able to blow the shofar on Shabbos. I I, I mean on on Rosh Hashanah. Just make the calendar that way. So how did Chazal end up switching things around? For this minhag neviim, it's not a halacha. It's not. It's not. I mean, it's brought down a halacha, but it's not a mitzvah per se. It's a minhag. There's no bracha. You don't make a bracha on this. So why in the world wouldn't if Chazal had that power? Lo, lo adu rosh. Just make lo shadu rosh. Like no, not Shabbos or whatever it is, and and therefore. You can blow shofar on Rosh Hashanah. You can blow. You can, you can take your arba minim on the first day of of, of Sukkot. You won't have any problems. Why didn't they do that? It seems to be that this minhag of Rosh Hashanah is such a, a powerful minhag. The minhag of Nevi'im has to be tov haster davar. Has to be something that's hidden. It has to be something that's kept on the DL. But Chazal arranged it in a way that we would never lose that opportunity. And just to show the, show the significance of how powerful, the same way we see that the Neshama Mashiach comes to the world in the strangest of ways where you have um, Lot and his daughter, Yehuda and Tamar, all kinds of really strange situations in order to bring the Neshama Mashiach that's usually done in order to, that the Sutton not be involved. So we, we keep it, you know, on the DL, as they say. Here it's a little bit different. Hoshana Rabbah is a special time where the, I guess the sentences 
being sealed. And then that sentence about the final appeals, final appeal day on Hoshana Rabbah is being sealed, and then they're given over to the certain certain angels uh, that are in charge of delivering the final sentence, and and that final sentence is going to be actually handed over on Simchas Torah. So what happens is on Hoshana Rabbah there is this, I guess a final like it's not even part of the appeals it seems to be according to what maybe I don't understand the Rizal and I can't claim to have any understanding at all but it could be that when we smack the Aravos there's five Aravos and we smack them only five times there's no mitzvah to get rid of all the leaves on it it's it's written as a matter of fact in other places in Minig for the children uh, they have something to do but it's not something that the adults would, were to do and it seems to be that there's something called the Chamesh Gvuros and the Chamesh Chasadim five powerful and they all correspond to the five letters that are doubled the Mansapach Tzufim the Mem, Nun uh, Tzadi Pei and Chof all of them have a Sophie letters and those letters have Correspond to this powerful might and gvura and din, and that when we smack the arovas down on the floor, whereas it as if we're intercepting those dinim or those gvuras and we're shattering them. Kodesh uh, Baruch gave us this kind of I don't want to say it's a cheat code chazoshon, it belittles it, but it's an extra Kodesh uh, Baruch as if he he tells the he has to make a sentence but he gives us a way that we could avoid the sentence. That's one way. And that's why Hoshana Rabbah is such an important day and that we never let it happen that it will be on Shabbos in order that we should be able to um, use this powerful tool that HaKadosh Baruch Hu revealed to us from the Nevi'im. And uh, if it would be revealed outright, then it would be Maybe I'm, you know, then and there'd be a bracha. Then it, it wouldn't work. It couldn't work. It has to be something that's done on the DL. And uh, but that also kind of kind of guides us into Simchas Torah, because if for whatever reason we didn't intercept and shatter these negative, strong negative forces, that's a minig actually in on Hashanah Rabbah is to eat. Uh, Chalapshes, you know, stuffed cabbage and or you know, kreplach, whatever, has good a good taste in the inside to represent that the din and the sealed envelope and the is is good stuff. And uh, but even if we did not intercept chazal, if there was a negative, and if there are angelic forces that are coming chazal to uh, maybe remove somebody from the world. They only arrive on Simchas Torah, and the, many of the Rishonim, the Achronim, sorry, ask, "Why do we celebrate um, at night? We didn't finish the Torah yet. We should do the Hakafas after we finish the Torah in the morning, and do the Hakafas afterwards. So why do we do it at night? So some people say that we read Mishnah Torah on Hashanah Rabbah, so we already finished the Torah, but others say that it's the excitement that we're so excited." 
that we're, we're going to finish the Torah, and that we go and we dance, that the, these angelic forces are coming to try to, Chazor Shalom, execute a person who's rebelling against HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And they come and they try to find the person. Where is the person? In Shul. Why is a person who's rebelling against Hashem in Shul? Pretty strange. He's seeking refuge. Not only seeking refuge, but he's sitting there dancing. He's being besimcha. That makes no sense. If this person is a rebel against Hashem and he's dancing and he's besimcha, it, it sounds like it's the strangest thing. There must be a mistake. And therefore, these angels go back up to Hashem and say, like, there must have been some miscommunication here because I was told to take this neshama and he's sitting there dancing in shul, so obviously it can't be the right person. You might ask, how can there be, the angels might think, how could there be mistakes? And there's a Beferish Gemara in Chagiga where we say the famous story of, of the Malachim Avis used to chill with Bibi Barabaye. And the Bibar Barabaya was frustrated with the Pasuk that says, Yesh Nisbev Lo Mishpat. There's some people who are taken without judgment, taken before the time. And he said, How could that be possible? And the Malachamava says, Oh, that reminds me of a famous story that happened way back when I was training one of my little grim reapers and telling him to take a Neshama. And I sent him to take this one Neshama, and he brought me back the wrong Neshama. So you see that even in Shemaim, it's built in that there's a possibility of that there could be something that would be a mistake. Obviously, there's, there's a cheshben of why it had to happen that way, and especially with that Misa and the Tosas there, or whatever. But that's not for now. But either which way, the, the, even the Malcham Mavis, even is coming to get a person, has a certain fear that they're taking the wrong neshama and uh, wants to make sure they got it straight. So therefore, if we sit and we dance and we celebrate on, on Simchas Torah, it, it wards off any of these negative uh, forces that are coming to get us. So that's another aspect, another reason to be happy on Simchas Torah. Baruch Baruch should bless us all. We should have a good kvittel, a pitka tava, a good decree, and that we sh- the, whatever we're doing on Hoshana Rabbah should be poil to, to help us and to guarantee us this wonderful year ahead of us and B'zal Hashem that the simcha we have not to even though it's Hashan Rabbah it's a day of trepidation and fear but Gilu Bira'ada it's actually Ra'ada Begil we fear but with, with joy we have this confidence that Hashem has given us I'm going to call this cheat code given us this fascinating ability to change things and that's how much Akash Baruch Hu wants for us to be successful. So Akash Baruch Hu should bless us all, that our simcha should help us realize that Hashem is always behind us and always wants for our best. Because Hashem will all be zochah to see chasimah v'chasimah toiva in all aspects of our life. And we have besoros tovos, and that we should rejoice on simcha's Torah, next level of simcha. Zayi gebench, zayi gezunt, a good yontav and a good shabbos. Kol tuch.